It is time to deck the halls for the third time, for it is the third Sweet Chinwag Christmas Special. I am, of course, the head elf, Silly Sam, joined as ever by Debonair Dan, and it never gets old with me saying this, Ravishing Reardon! You, you said that with chest today. Yeah. You said that with chest. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Look, I'm in the festive. I'm in the festive spirit, and as I said, it, I never get tired of saying that. Hello, chaps. Merry Christmas. How are we Merry doing? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, I should say, for every for for, for, for everyone who yeah, celebrates happy holidays yeah. for those who <laughs> celebrate other holidays, or if you choose not to celebrate any particular holiday at all, and you just like being given gifts. <laughs> Exactly. Absolutely valid. Capitalism, man. <laughs> as yeah. we love, Capitalism as we love <laughs> Oh man, isn't it crazy? Three years, like third Christmas special. Three years. It's it hasn't horrifying. quite computed for me. Yeah, it's horrifying, but it hasn't quite computed for me that we've been going for this long. That we've justified having a third Christmas life. special. No, no, it does not. <laughs> oh man, but I tell you, three crazy old years. It has been, and this year especially has been one that is, um, it's been crazy and, and for every for every facet, not just for the podcast, but I think for us as as individuals, it's been a bit of a crazy year for us. I think the thing, I think the thing for me in reflection is that uh, this might possibly be have been my most stable year in like a long time and Same. that's could that's that's a terrifying fact. Same. Like everything's been so goofy over the last couple years that I'm like <laughs> I haven't really done a massive amount this year, but I, I'm ha- I'm fine with that fact. <laughs> Same. True. True. The fact that it's been very um Dare I say it's been very uneventful in in regards to my I personal was gonna thing. Say, I was, I was going to say things feel relatively normal, but I also am in reflection going, that is not the case. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> normal doesn't exist anymore. Normal's a relative term. Deceivingly normal. Is that what we're going to go for this year? Scarily normal. <laughs> Despite the world still seemingly being on fire for a whole multitude of different reasons, but you know. But again, I feel like that's just become normal. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. But I tell you, man, what a year it's been for us in the podcast as well. It has been a year. It's a, a whole multitude of different episodes. What a year it has been for wrestling. <laughs> that as well. For, for all for all its sins and its saints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, oh my god. We'll reflect upon that on our next episode for Darn Sure, but it has been one hell yes. of a weird year for wrestling. It's been a really cool year for us, where we've got to on our numbers, who's following us. The fact that for the first time we actually got to go to a wrestling show, and the best part was that it was a new Japan show that we dragged yeah. Reardon to. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Loved it. it Zuchiko was... Okada live in the flesh. Exactly. FTR, baby. Bay bay. Yeah, bay. It's been a hell of a year. But we'll reflect upon that on our next episode. We'll get straight into it. As ever, we give you this podcast. Thanks to those lovely people over at SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and forever pending other platforms. I know that there are some people listening thinking, Big Chinwag, it's Christmas time. You should take a 
a break from always pending. And to that, I answer an emphatic, hardy, absolutely fucking not. We will always be pending. Always will be. Even at Christmas time. We will never stop. You uh, believe I it. believe. I, I believe, as the phrase goes, we are pending twenty-five-eight, three sixty-seven. Damn right. Damn right. Heck to the yes. I say <laughs> about that. So, as it's our Christmas special, no news this week. We're actually going to give Dan a break. <laughs> once. I deserve are, it. <laughs> but we are going to whittle down a couple of recommendations from Recommendation Corner. Ridden has got one. I have a little one. I don't suppose you have one as well, Dan. By any chance? Uh, I do. Awesome. So we'll start, as it always begins, with Reardon. What do you have for us, sir? You know, guys, how do you feel about the Muppets Christmas Carol? Amazingly. A timeless Amazingly. classic. The greatest, the, legitimately the greatest Christmas Carol movie ever made, and I, yes. I'm, I'm sorry it is. Legit it one of Michael Caine's best roles. I hope, I, yes. I, I wish for the time that someone invents time travel so that we can inform Charles Dickens that his greatest uh, adaptation of his of his great seminal piece uh, involves puppets. I mean, honestly, I mean, honestly, he'd be he'd be shocked that wait, wait, this wait, the Christmas Carol is a great seminal piece. I'm I'm a serial writer. I do this on the cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd be shocked for a multitude of reasons. But yes, if you love that movie like you should, you would know a very important trivia that for the longest time in the theatrical cut, when the song "When Love Is Gone" had been up from that movie for the longest time mm -hmm. i had one of the copies of the vhs where that was still in there so every time it was on tv or on disney plus i had to watch the inferior product despite it being great well but we're in luck because this christmas they have a finally finally released the extended cut it is in an option on disney plus so if you haven't seen it Watch the full extended cut of the Muppets Christmas Carol. I know what I'm going to be doing. Heck, yes. About time, Disney. Jeez. Yeah, about... I don't know, like, what happened? My, I, Honestly. I'm, assuming, from what I've I'm heard, assuming it's Disney wanting, not wanting to pay copyright. Exactly. From what I've heard, the, folk, like the, the, the old tale is it's rights issues to the song, but I can't be 100% sure on that one. If it involves Disney and problems, I assume it involves copyright. I guess it means now that bootleggers now won't make a killing from actually being able to splice the VHS copy of that scene into DV subsequent DVDs now. <laughs> so you see a noticeable drop in quality for each time you watch that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you, you pay the price. <laughs> yeah. But no, look, really excited now that Disney have finally got that sorted. Um... For me, if anyone knows me, they know I am a massive fan of the comic book artist and writer Jaime Hernandez, who is, of course, famous for making Love and Rockets Locus, one of my favourite comic book series of all time. I finally managed to, 
after much searching high and low to finally get a hold of his of his uh, recent book, art book, known as Queen of the Ring, which is a compilation of his wrestling drawings from 1980 to 2020. And um, if you know anything about Jaime Hernandez, he loves women's wrestling. And so it is just a, a, an amazing chronicle of just some of like the doodles and drawings that he would make. Not only not only for himself, but as kind of like little bits of concept art for future issues of Love and Rockets. Highly recommended. If you're a fan of wrestling or if you're a fan of Love and Rockets, pick it up. It is well worth a read. Dan. Uh, yeah, I have two recommendations. One wrestling related, one not. My wrestling recommendation, um, once again, goes to, I haven't spoken about this in a while, um, but if you are looking for uh, a gift for the combo wrestling um, RPG fan, I would like to make recommendations to one of either the Worldwide Wrestling RPG by Nathan D. Pauletta. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very versatile system and a lot of fun to play with. So if you like wrestling, or you want a fun way to introduce uh, friends who play RPGs into wrestling, this is a cool kind of way. It is a little bit complicated. It does get a little bit dense. But uh, if you have a person that is fine running games, then you can have a lot of fun with it. Uh, I'd also like to give a shout out to uh, Rumble Slam, which I was introduced to relatively recently, which also includes the addition of really cool like figures um, for a lot of their stuff. Um, I was shown to. I was shown it by one of my lovely friends over on the UWP Discord. Um, so please do give that a check out. Um, my non wrestling recommendation goes to a YouTube channel called That Chemist um, for feeding my weird addiction to chemistry videos that are far beyond my level of chemistry knowledge, mm. um, but are presented in a way that still. Uh, very entertaining and quite compelling despite <laughs> the fact i don't really know what's going on but i find it really interesting so um uh they're awesome so please go and check them out if you're like me and you have a weird interest in chemistry <laughs> awesome awesome and with our recommendations down it is time for the third sweet chinwag christmas special now chaps in the past in our first one we talked about Christmas gimmicks in professional wrestling. On our second one, we just splurged and talked about some of our favourite Christmas films. But we decided for this one to hand it over to our lovely audience for a very festive-themed Q&A session. Nice way of us kind of, you know what, it's, it's, it's nice to kind of just be able to, for all three of us to kind of sit down and give it to, give it to our audience to kind of figure out what we're doing for the episode, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so... Dan uh, sent out the word via Twitter and via social media yes. to ask us <clears throat> and our lovely audience who do listen in several questions of Christmas relation of Christmas relations. It could be adjacent to wrestling, might be adjacent to a Christmas film. I said anything goes for this one, and we're going to answer them right now. So, Dan, do you have the questions up ready for us? I have us? the questions up ready to go. All right, the floor is yours, sir. Take it away. Uh, okay, our first questions are going to come from um, some personal friends of mine that have asked me to include these questions uh, in our Q&A. Our first one, what is your family's weird Christmas tradition? Oh, okay. Prawn cocktail. Okay. Prawn cocktail. Yeah. It's, it, I, I, every time. 
I, I, and they it's, know this it's part of the it's part of the Christmas meal. They know this every year that I don't I'm not I don't particularly <laughs> like shellfish. Mm. And so they're, they're just still like, we are having this on the table. Like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so I've come to the realization that sometimes when it comes to the starter part of the prawn cocktail, I end up having to make my own thing. And fortunately, I've gotten quite good at making a cheese souffle. So <laughs> you, right. have, you have to learn. You have, yeah. to ad- you have to adapt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> see, I don't have any, I don't think I have any weird, like, we don't have any weird traditions, but we do have, like, one of those traditions that is kind of hard and fast, and it's never, like, it was never, like, it was never, like, fully codified, it just became yeah. a thing, and that is that with um, my cousin, mm-hmm. neither of us will open the, will open our presents until the other one is there. Yeah. Just, 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 like, this has happened since we were children, like, until, like, until, like, both of us are in the same room, we cannot open our presents. No, that is, that is fair. Mm -hmm. I I was brought up on the rule of you can't open your presents till everyone in the house is awake. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine, but no, it was just kind of like, just us two, that is it. Okay. It's Uh, almost like a nuclear code thing has to be clocked by two people. (laughs) (laughs) The Christmas football. Yeah, yeah the Christmas football. Um, my family's one, and I have no idea where this came from. But I can only assume it's my. It was my older brother, just because of what he was like. Um, every year at Christmas, when we're spending Christmas together, I don't know what it is. At some point, we come to watching an Indiana Jones film. I've never known why. <laughs> See, for me, I have a very similar one to that, but it's my dad wanting to watch The Great Escape every See, Christmas. Yeah. Now, yeah. my dad always watches Zulu, and I've never understood it. Zulu? Really? I've never understood it. To be fair, I think he's seen the film probably a cumulative 90 to 100 times. Yeah. <laughs> but like for some reason it's always on at Christmas and he will always find which channel has it on why no idea but for some reason as a family we just always get around to watching one of the Indiana Jones films even though they have no bearing on Christmas <laughs> I don't know how it started what you mean what you mean to tell me that Temple of Doom isn't a festive film and just like for some reason, we just we've never questioned it. Yeah, it just happens. I thought pulling out hearts was a was a holiday tradition for every for everyone. <laughs> just ripping out someone's heart. No, I mean, that's, maybe, maybe I mean, maybe someone's like doing pulling a Kali Ma with like the Christmas stuffing or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did oh. the events of Raiders of the Lost Ark count as a Christmas movie? I mean. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I would be, I would not be shocked. I don't think, you know what, I don't think it would count as, as a Christmas special. However, considering the entirety of that movie re- revolves around, around the Nazis fucking around and finding out about, about <laughs> Judaism, I would say it probably counts as a Hanukkah classic. <laughs> 
You know what? I... Is this where I find out that my family has some kind of strange Jewish connections? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, Maybe I'm learning about myself. I was gonna say, no wonder I like Raiders of the Lost Ark this time of year because my family has. <laughs> yeah. I, I have distant relatives that are Jewish. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think like that counts as a Hanukkah special. Okay. Any, any, any Jewish listeners, please let let me know. Am I correct on this? What do you think on this? Family watch Raiders of the Lost Ark every time Hanukkah rolls around. It makes me wonder what indie if Indie Five is going to be a holiday special film as well. <laughs> I hope so. Okay. Uh, on to our next question. Uh, in your opinion, what is okay? What is the goat Christmas food, and what is the worst Christmas food? Ooh, okay. This okay. one's going to be up to subject. Like, it's all yeah. kind of like subjective. For me, now, mm, yeah. Go ahead. As in terms of goated, I can't fault. A, a good pig in blanket. Okay. Fair. That's the same pick as me. It's the same <laughs> pick. Okay. This is so difficult. This is so difficult. Um, but you know what I'm going to say? Even like this regarding turkey, because turkey is turkey, right? Yeah. I think, honestly, the goat is Christmas ham. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Solid yes. pick. Solid pick. I, I'll be I'll be here and say I'll catch heat for this. I don't care. Turkey is mid. Yeah, no, turkey no, I agree. Mid, yeah. Turkey is mid. Turkey as a as a as like a centerpiece, um, like a centerpiece meat. It's too dry. You gotta you baste it. You gotta baste it too much. If you had, if you were just doing a roast chicken, it would be better. You it's know. You know, turkey is one of those is one of those meats, right? It's one of those meats. I've never done a turkey, the, and the, I've the always thing, the thing that's I've, great about turkey it's lean. <laughs> Everything I've ever seen with like the Christmas turkey, it's just that like I I am I, I and I gotta just say this. I'm just gonna say this. Why am I? Why are people spending three, four hours on an inferior bird? That's see what I'm saying. Fuck, I'm sorry. Like, don't get me wrong. Will I eat turkey? Yes. Will I eat yeah. that stuffing? Absolutely. Mm. But it is an inferior bird. Well, There's a reason we all eat the chicken. You could get a chicken, and it would be infinitely better. And it basically bastes itself. And it takes mm. an hour. It takes yeah. an hour. Even even with my family, we've done a roast beef joint at Christmas. Yeah, That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, or like, well, join, like join, join the Italians, do a porchetta. Mm. <laughs> like, rather than having to deal with like waking me waking up one day as a kid at like five a.m. randomly and seeing my mum working hard on this tur- like this turkey man. What what who do they what do you think you are turkey? Yeah. Like, why, you deserve are people, this. why are people caping so hard for the turkey? Tradition be damned. Yes, yes, tradition be damned. Let's like brass tacks, okay? Yeah. Come on. Okay. Um, cuz like I'm cause, like I'm I'm with Sam on the on the on the goat pick because the pig in blanket is simply pork mixed with more pork. You can't fault that. I, I hear is, you. It is explicitly designed to be as unhealthy as possible. I, I agreed. I understand that, but I just feel like 
you know, once like the, you, you get everything on, but once the Christmas ham is on the table, yeah. no, that's yeah. when the, everything the, the, is the, the, the Christmas ham is a, is a solid high tier pick. That is you when, know what I mean? That is when, as JR puts it, business has picked up. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> so the Christmas exactly. ham hits the table. God, exactly. Worse. Worse. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a controversial pick. I'm going to go controversial. Mince pies. No. Okay. I you I think you're right here. It's it's not it's not my pick. It's not my pick, but uh I had this conversation at work like literally the other day and the only thing I had to say was there there was someone there that was like, "No, but I really like Miss Pius." And uh, I said, "You have to understand. We're not living in the Victorian era anymore." Yes. Right? We've progressed as a people. Yes. We like I don't know if people know this. Rationing ended quite a while ago. <laughs> we don't need to be like this anymore. Listen, but here's my thing on it. It's quite a simple thing. When I hear mince pies, right? I mean, I eat the... I take the pie. I remember, I take the pie. I yes. eat this pie. Yes. This isn't mint. Yes. I don't know what this is. This is like some kind of... Gl- fruit, fruit yeah. Mince. yeah, like this glittery pie. Why am I eating this mini glittery pie? If it was, if it was a miniature pie filled with mincemeat, I would be all over it. Yes, yes, yes. If they were like, if they were like the next, the, the next evolution of the sausage roll, I'd one hundred percent be on that. One hundred percent, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, like, Greg, like, the Greg sausage pie. <laughs> yeah, like. Why haven't why haven't we gone on this? We have all of the recipes in the world, all of the technology, all of the resources to make like mini, <laughs> mini like, and they don't have to be warm. They can be exactly the same. They just need to be like proof in advertising rather than this weird glittery berry pie that I meant to enjoy, and I just don't. Here's I just you. don't I'm, enjoy them. I feel me. so seen. Uh, here's me. I'm a guy that kind of I'm very I'm very much a minority in regards to my family and friends. I much prefer stolen over mince pies. If I had to choose between one of the two, I usually go with stolen because maybe because I yeah. just like marzipan just a little bit. But <laughs> to each their own, I say. For me, yeah, honestly, to each their own. Steamed carrots are the worst. Yeah, steamed. Okay. Is is that because they're steamed carrots? Yes, <laughs> they're un they're unseasoned. Because hey, anyone that mm. anyone that knows roast carrots, a little bit of honey, bang. Yes, awesome. Honey, I didn't know that. But I didn't know that. I have to try just, that out. Just chopped and steamed, and then mixed in with peas. No, get yeah, that okay. out of here. All right, yeah, get yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> we don't we don't stand at the sweet chair, Mike. We support seasoning. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I cannot emphasize enough how much we are a seasoning podcast. Yes, <laughs> I I may be I may be white, but I still stand firmly for seasoning. Mm-hmm. You're you're white, but you're Italian, my dude. Yeah, like, I know. Now. Seasoning now. is important. <laughs> Like yeah, I'm, gl- I'm I, glad that I'm glad you both share my 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 no. my, my disdain yeah. steamed vegetables. I, I understand, you know, you know, I understand, I understand your reasoning, but to be honest, I feel like I I feel like there's when you're when it's on the table, there is enough like there's enough like mash and stuffing and gravy. So I, 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 to, to, I, I, to just the gravy carries. You know what I mean? 
So to, to make it like it's an issue, but it's not the issue. Yeah, <laughs> it is to All me. Right. Dad. I'm I'm laying this one up now. Okay. Hell, Christmas food is any form of fruit cake. He's not wrong because that's the last <clears throat> thing anybody eats. Any form of fruit cake. Because no one eats. No one eats the fruit pudding. Cake. I'll even extend it to Christmas pudding. You know mm. what people do with Christmas pudding? They watch it go up in flames, and then that's it. They watch it go up in flames, then your oldest relative eats it. Yep. And then it gets put in the bin. And then they watch Mrs. Brown Boys for the 15th time. I'm not speaking um, from again, personal experience. I, I, have, I, have to, I, have to, I have to express once again, we are no longer in the Victorian era. <laughs> we have easy supply and access of food. We don't have to live like this anymore. <laughs> I would rather people just made a cake. You know what? I dare yeah. I dare enough to say yeah. this. Cake, I think the Americans may have it right with some of the sweet things that they do at Thanksgiving, you know? A pie. A pie would be infinitely better. And I don't even like warm fruit that much. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> mm. You know, so one time like, I'll ever give it... Americans credit for Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. So that one is now done. We will now go on to... Uh... Would, would would we like a would we like a wrestling question or not stay on the loose on the on the Christmas theme? We'll, we'll stay loose. We'll stay loose for the Christmas theme yeah. for now. For now. Okay. Um, this one is from. Let me just check so I make sure I've got it right. Uh, from lovely Dr. John Stainton uh, over at Dammit Vince. Ooh, uh, this one comes says, uh, "What is your favorite Christmas song?" Hey, um, for the longest time, for the longest time, it was Slade Merry Xmas. Like, I had to play it every year. <laughs> I had to do it. As I have gotten older, like, I want to say either last year or the year before that, the waitress's Christmas wrapping took the top yes. spot. Mm. As just being, it's the, it's the, it's the, um, it's because it's the most mood Christmas song. Yes. Yeah. When you look at the actual lyrics of being, I love Christmas. I love Christmas. I always have. I've always yeah. said that there are two types of people in this world. Those who are into Halloween and those who are into Christmas. And I'm on the Christmas side <laughs> of things. Yeah. However, as time has gone on, gone on and I've gotten older, obviously Christmas has gotten so much more hectic, so much more stressful, so much more like everything and the and like and the waitresses is the only that that is that's the only song which I feel like actually acknowledges that. Yeah, acknowledges the fact that this like Christmas is a wonderful time of the year, but Jesus Christ, there's just so much to do. Yep. <laughs> See, thing is, for me, it's. I would be on here and say Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. See, now that was a pick. That, that was a pick I was going to go for. But yeah. I will say this: it's a really weird choice, but it's only been one that's kind of very recent. It's Christmas lights, but not the Coldplay version, the yellow card version. And I don't even like yellow card, but something about I mean, their I'm, version of I'm Christmas lights. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to back that pick purely because it spites Coldplay. Exactly. 
<laughs> We're in the Christmas spirit here, guys. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. No, no, actually, actually, you know what? You know what? I need to send you guys something, actually. Something very important. When someone did one of the greatest things ever, which is doing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as played in Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Oh my god, that's amazing. I'm oh, going to okay. send this to you. <laughs> that sounds I'm, incredible. It is, I, it is like, the moment I heard it, I'm like, this is now officially on the, on the playlist for Christmas. I'm going to put this in for you guys to have a listen to. It is incredible. <laughs> incredible. Okay. Because him, him, okay, so I had, I had a couple difficult picks here, okay? Mm. Right, I don't really like Christmas music that much. Just because it, it it kind of it kind of annoys me in a way. <laughs> no, that's understandable. That's understandable. Um, so like there are like the meme picks where people say like, "Oh, September by Earth, Wind, and Fire," because it's just the song September, but they changed the name of the month. Yes. Um, Christmas in Hollis because that's at least one I'll actually kind of listen to because I listen to a lot of Run DMC anyway. Um, and I wanted to include this as an honorable mention. Um, have you guys? Have I ever shown you guys the video of uh, DMX doing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? No, I have seen that one, <laughs> and it's amazing. Uh, that video is a personal favorite of mine, and always gets into the Christmas rotation. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. I will, I will source that video for you guys while we're going through future questions. Um, <clears throat> but I think in terms of pure Christmas songs, the the one that is my favorite in that I can at least live with it is rocking around the Christmas tree. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with it. Mm. If it's playing, I'm perfectly fine. It doesn't it doesn't offend me in any strong way. <laughs> For people who are asking where is last Christmas, uh I'm a avid Whamageddon competitor, so it can't oh, feature I, it. Unfortunately I died uh, this Whamageddon after a week. Thanks I, to... I got hit on December fourth. Oof. Oof. So it was, it was, it was a tough one. It was, it was, it was a tough one. It was a sticky one still. But um, let's move on to our next question. Uh, I think I should run through the questions from uh, from John. This question came up um, twice, mm. so we'll go for it. Uh, what is slash are your favorite wrestling Christmas memories? Ooh. Oh, you know what? Legit, it was opening on Christmas Day. Was opening up a copy of WrestleMania Twenty, and nice. I have a. I know, even though it's not the greatest WrestleMania, oh, we can we can definitely say that it's definitely not the greatest WrestleMania. It's one I hold in. Uh, I have a little special place in my heart purely because of great Christmas memories of me and my brother sat down watching a little bit of WrestleMania Twenty before Christmas dinner. Also, that was the exact same year. I also got WrestleMania Ten as well. I had a lot more fun in the evening watching WrestleMania Ten than I did Twenty. <laughs> So that for me is probably that's probably one of my favorite. If you want to call that like a Christmas, a wrestling Christmas memory, I'd say that's one for sure. Mm. <laughs> Why is my I think like my Christmas memory 
is just getting I can't even remember just getting some action figures from wrestling. Yeah. I think that's my like just the simple like getting some cool action figures and doing and just playing along with them during Christmas. That is that is the core Christmas memory for me. Ooh. I will say mm. I will say for mine um, even though it's not necessarily attached to the particular event, it's become one that has meant a lot to me, which is uh, my brother bought me WWE 2K14. <laughs> and sheerly through playing that game, it created so many awesome memories for me when I was younger. Mm. Um, and I think back to all the memories I've made and shit like CAWs I made with my best mate that like we still sometimes bring up in conversation now <laughs> because we found it so funny. So from for me getting WWE 2K14. Like offshoot for what you said, Rian, and I remember a year as well where I got a bunch of wrestling figures, but were you ever guys ever kind of did you ever have a Christmas where you were, or something, or like a birthday where you were actually very lucky to be able to get a wrestling ring as well? Yes. I mean, did I ever get that Christmas? I don't know if I ever got that Christmas. However, this is going to be weird. I had the Christmas where I got bought. Okay, this is going back. Do you guys remember the Dreamcast game ready to rumble oh yes. love ready to rumble so th th i don't know where it is now that game had a oh wait spin off thing oh was it like the, the, was it the board game with the electronic boxing gloves yes oh my yes. god i remember that i, I got that one I, christmas <laughs> yeah so i got that and that doubled up as my wrestling ring <laughs> I love it because they actually had the Afro Funder boxing gloves with the smiley faces on them, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, oh. I had, I had, uh, I had a Christmas where my parents bought me a uh, WWE SmackDown ring set, mm. and the only defining thing I can remember about it was it came with a Rey Mysterio figure, and I lost my shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'll, that'll do, do it. it. That, that was like it. it was like circa two thousand eight. <laughs> oh man! Well, thank you for unlocking a memory, Reardon. By the way. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I had to really think about it. <laughs> that is okay. crazy. Our next one from John. Um, you can choose any piece of wrestling merch as a gift for Christmas. What would you pick? I'd finally, I, I honestly, I'd be very simple and boring. I'd finally get my Austin 316 shirt. Ooh. And and you know what? That was my pick as well. An, 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 NWO, an, an, an original release Austin 316 shirt. For me, yeah. NWO Wolfpack shirt. Ooh. Also brilliant pick. <laughs> and I'm talking not like the, not a WWE re-release. No, I'm talking WCW. No, no, no. The original release. original release. Either one, <laughs> the red NWO variant or the wolf head. Either yeah, one, I great will take. shout. Okay, uh, our next one uh, from John. Uh, what wrestlers would you have perform on a wrestling themed Christmas album? 
Randy Savage and Roddy Piper. Surely, Randy Savage was one of my picks. Oh, time to get in the festive spirit. Oh, yeah. I could see Randy Savage making a fucking amazing Santa Claus. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my yes. Can you imagine? Little boy, what would don't, you like? Don't, don't worry about that because year. that might come up in the, in the next question. <laughs> um, other than that, hmm, who else would I want? Who else would I want? You know what? You know who I think would be rather, I think would actually be rather funny and rather interesting? <laughs> like, OG Edge and Christian. Great yes. pick. Great pick. Are we talking like the five second pose edging Christ? Yeah, yes. totally, absolutely. Flash photography error. The reeks of awesomeness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say one that I feel well two two that I feel are quite obvious picks. So obviously if we're if we're doing it, uh we need we need swerve there. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um outside pick uh, I, I've I've written it down as a very Hangman Christmas. <laughs> yeah, the, hang, the Hangman Adam Page uh, Christmas Country album. Can that be? Oh can God. that be co-sung with Hank Williams Jr. as well? <laughs> um, but my my main one, and I I don't know if this is obviously not. Um, I've gone for um, uh, it's a new Christmas. By the new day, of course, of course, of course. Dang it, yes. Xavier E and Kofi on 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 a Christmas album. You know what I want. You know what I want. Actually, I don't know if it counts a Christmas album, but in terms of like a Christmas book, how Eddie Guerrero stole Christmas. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's so good. That's so good. I now want. Okay. I don't know if there is, but I want a New Day Christmas card where they're all kind of like it's like the generic fireplace background, and they're all in Christmas jumpers. I I am sure that exists. Somewhere. It's got to be somewhere, somewhere that exists. Okay. Um, our second to last one from John. Um, which wrestler would make the best Santa in a Tim Allen the Santa Claus scenario? And my answer Randy was Savage. Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was gonna say can't say Hulk Hogan because he already tried it with Santa with muscles, didn't he? No, Good Savage will be infinitely better. Infinitely better. It's the time to spread joy and wonder. Yeah, the cream of the cup. <laughs> yeah, this 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 list tells me who's been naughty and who's the cream of the cup. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're nice, you'll absolutely the right pick. Yeah, it is the right pick. If you're nice enough, you can rise to the tippity top. Uh, and then last one from John, because going with the damn it Vince theme, he like he wanted to ask us what is for each of us, what is our favorite type of shark? Favorite Ooh. type of shark. Yes. Hmm. Following on from Joe's uh, now tradition of doing shark facts every yes. episode. You know, you know <laughs> what, you know what, you know what? Hammerhead, the hammerhead shark. Outstanding pick, outstanding the, the, pick. Because, like, listen, the great white shark is goaded, always has been, it, always will classic. be. It's a classic pick. But, but, 
the hammerhead shark is just the one of the most metal names for any animal. <laughs> See, I've always been there and said, right, great whites, they're good. They're they're, yes. they're a fantastic pick. They are the T Rex of the shark world. Yes, like they are your standard pick. But consider the following: this is this isn't my final pick. But consider the following: hammerheads are goofy. They are goofy, and that's what makes them better. Yes. <laughs> understandable. Yes. Understandable. That's understandable logic. Uh, my my pick uh, is the fresher shark because somehow nature figured out how to give an animal a stun grenade. Um, for those that don't know, the fresher shark has a really long tail that it can whip to stun fish. So I like to refer to it as nature's stun grenade. I've also heard it invariably referenced as uh, nature's flashbang. Uh, and for that, I just fucking love it because it's so fucking stupid. You know... Only Mother Nature would look at a shark and go like, yo, but what if we give it a flashbang, though? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> for me, personally, ju- love it. for me, personally, just because of the lulls of the name, it's the cookie cutter shark, because the guy can't oh, even yeah. be that original yeah. about what, he, what he's got. <laughs> I'm so generic thing. that I'm actually cookie cutter. <laughs> Literally cookie cutter, also known That's as so the cigar good. shark, because they actually look like a cigar. That's incredible! What a name! There you go. These what a name! Exclusive shark picks. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. Let me just check through. So we've done these, these, these. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I'm liking these questions. These are some good questions, these guys. Yeah. Good questions. Okay, now we get into uh, we get into the longer ones. Okay. So, yeah, it will be good on time. Um, our first question from the lovely fellows over at the Stranger Rings podcast: If you had to use wrestlers to cast a remake of your favorite Christmas movie, who would they be? Oh, obviously. Okay, I... All right. Oh God, really? You go first. I, I I thought long and hard about this, and then just a f- like lightning just hit my head, and I figured out the best one, the best one. I don't care. I don't okay. care. Picture this: Home Alone. Okay. Starring Ray Mysterio as Kevin McAllister, obviously. Damn right. I like it. Can we have can we have Eddie and Chavo as the wet bandits? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Picture this, gentlemen. Stone Cold Steve Austin as okay. John McClane. Vince McMahon <laughs> as Hans Gruber. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't want to see Steve Austin in Die Hard. Fair. Fair. Okay. I had... Be it that I had read this question before, I had a little bit more time to prepare. But I have also gone for Home Alone. Okay. Now, whether or not it will be as good as um, Ridden's one is uh remains to be seen but uh, i am going for home alone where kevin has been replaced by kemanito <laughs> oh no not kemanito <laughs> <laughs> the 
Let me get a picture for Ridden in case he's never oh, seen Kevin no. he's, he's, oh, he's no. certainly may not heard the name, but I, I think he's certainly seen the wrestler. What have we got? What have we got? What have you brought among us? Kevin yes. needs her, of course. Is it because of that one moment that like that's mostly infamous for Kevinito? It is, isn't um, it? No, because <laughs> okay. Oh so, my goodness. Uh, Kim Kevinito as Kevin McAllister. Right. Uh the Wet Bandits will be played by Edge and Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I just decided to fill in the rest of the main cast with various wrestlers. So um, I decided that uh, Kevin's mom would be played by Asuka. Um, Kevin's dad would be played by William Regal. Uh, and then uh, Fuller would be played by MJF. Oh, my God. Oh, Me. you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> now, here's what I like. I'm going to do it like a little follow up question, actually. Yeah. Right, you cannot change anyone else, just this person. Who plays Ebenezer Scrooge? And don't say Vince McMahon. Who plays Ebenezer Scrooge? Ebenezer Scrooge, okay. Ted DiBiase. <clears throat> great oh, pick. That's a great pick. Great, <laughs> great pick. Oh my god. Um, Who would be a good Ebenezer Scrooge? I've thought of another one, but I'll let you must. I'll let you think before giving an answer. I think for me, for me, William Regal. <laughs> also, great pick. Um, <clears throat> I think. I mean, there's the stupid. There's the there's stupid meme answers where I could just say Jr. But that's that 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 doesn't that doesn't do anything to help us. <laughs> Fuck up! What are you doing on the edge of my bed? <laughs> Um, so I think, (coughs) (laughs) okay, I will go for Ebenezer Scrooge. And I will go for, and this is going to sound so fucking stupid. I, I am going to go for. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I am going to go for Ebenezer Scrooge, played by Bray Wyatt. <laughs> what the fuck? Just because I think it would be, I think it would be tastefully silly. You know what? But that means that, like, his other gimmicks would be. The ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yes. yet to come. I didn't even factor in that part, and I think it makes it even better. The fiend just pointing to <laughs> you there. Visited by the fucking fiend. You there, young firefly. What day is it today? <laughs> it's Christmas. Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hear me out. The cursed option. Ebenezer Scrooge, now renamed as Texas Longhorn Scrooge, played by JBL. Oh no! Oh well, no! Because I, I had another thing, which was which was Ebenezer Scrooge, but just played by Kazuchika Okada. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the end scene is just him making it rain. <laughs> yeah. Instead of it snowing, just money starts raining from the sky. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. 
Make it happen. <laughs> Those are some solid choices, not gonna lie. <laughs> not bad, guys. Not bad. Oh, I forgot to mention I forgot to mention as well. Um, in my home alone one, um John Candy's character gets replaced by Keith Lee. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Basically all Keith Lee does is just be Keith Lee. He does basically nothing else. I, I can imagine yeah. Keith Lee in a polka band. I can see him doing it. Yep. Um okay, our next question comes from our lovely friend Frank Mandolini. Hey. And he says, um, what are your thoughts on the Christmas creature being a mare? Fucking hilarious. Yes. Fucking awful is the answer, yeah. Well that as well. I just I don't know how to feel about anything. True. I am I am now numb. Like, yes, I know that he was once the Christmas creature, and I hope that every single person um in Knox County knows that, but it doesn't change the fact that he does massive amounts of harm. Constantly. Mm. Yeah. We're sorry that's not in the Christmas spirit, but we're talking facts right now. <laughs> He's not wrong. Preach. He ain't lying. Where's the lie? <laughs> Fucking hell. Bobby Fish is not Christmas certified. No. <laughs> Bobby Fish can be the ghost of Christmas past because he was alive in the fucking Victorian era. Especially after that deji boxing match that he was in the undercard for. I have, again, the entire existence of that event is a fucking fever dream. The fact that Bobby Fish was on it and tried to do a fucking Northern Lights in the middle of a boxing match is a separate topic. <laughs> oh, gosh. What a okay. weird year. <laughs> yeah. That's not even the weirdest fucking thing, though. That That's that's the problem. Yeah. Okay, uh, our next question comes from our lovely friend, Matty. Over hey, um, If you were to book a Christmas-themed FMW-style deathmatch, who would be the participants, and what would some of the main weapons be? Oh, Onita versus Terry Funk on a Miracle on 34th Street deathmatch, where every, where it's where the barbed wire is painted like candy canes, and the explosions have been replaced by glitter bombs. Honestly, I think I don't need to say anything. Sam got it right. <laughs> tell me where. Tell me where I'm wrong. No, you. That that is an outstanding. Uh, I have gone for an exploding barbed wire ring match um, with explosives outside the ring as well. <clears throat> uh, but the entire ring is uh, decorated. So there are Christmas lights uh, amongst the barbed wire. There's tinsel. Um, there's little Christmas trees on the ring posts. Mm. Um, and then I said uh, all the weapons... Um, are vaguely uh, Christmas themed and are all inside present boxes. Yes. Um, and then just as nominal participants, I've just decided to go for uh, uh, just my mix of people I want to see in a death match. So I've gone for Jun Kasai, a team of Jun Kasai, Chris Brooks, and Maki Ito uh, versus a team of Nick Gage, Masashi Takeda, and Rina Yamashita. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so for me. Um, Nick Gage versus Sabu in a Christmas table match. 
Yeah. And so, those were spaced. <laughs> like, very, and very specifically, like, all the tables are done like the Christmas table. So there are turkeys on the table. Like, Christmas <laughs> dinner is on the table. And they are having a match. <laughs> yes, please. No, someone but... make that happen. For Christmas I, I, table I, I love that. But the problem I'm having is I'm just thinking of that fucking... Um... <clears throat> Sam will know what I mean when I'm saying this. Do you remember that fucking Luther Reigns promo? Oh, the <laughs> by that, I cut mean me the turkey. one Luther Reigns promo. I want some turkey. <laughs> I Give remember me some that of them promo. Peas. <laughs> oh god, who can't remember that Luther Reigns promo? <laughs> it's the only pro. I think it's the only promo I ever fucking had. <laughs> <laughs> it was a. It was about a guy doing uh, saying about how he never had like. In prospect, it's actually a great idea for a promo. Mm. He's like, I never had Thanksgiving before, so now I'm going to have it, and you're going to celebrate it with me. But it just gets incredibly awkward very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> like, the metaphor, like the metaphor just breaks down very quickly, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we are, we, are, we are burning through these questions. We might even be done a little earlier than we expected. Well, oh. there you go. Quick, come up with extra questions in case we need content. <laughs> no, these have actually been some really goated questions. From yeah, these are um, really good questions. For for now, what is uh, actually our last question? I've just realized how quickly we've gone through this, but it is a long one. Okay. Okay. Uh, this comes from our lovely friend, Connor, a.k.a. Tig. Hey! If you could pick as many content creators to compete in your dream Battle Royale slash Royal Rumble, who would you pick and who would go over? Oh, oh Jesus. God. Right, well, clearly we have to include Joseph in this at, one, at some point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Joseph's definitely in there. And I guess from that extension, should we include all of the current wrestling content creators out there at the moment? So Yeah, yeah like... Well, so, yeah. So I had a couple ideas. I've written down my one, which is, like, my personal... Si I did a 16-man. Hmm. Of just the content creators I would love to see condensed into one place. Yeah. Especially in the trappings of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so do we wanna do we wanna go through mine and then we could make like a group one? Absolutely, yeah. Go uh, well, let's go over yours for sure. <laughs> okay, so I have a 16 man battle royal. Uh, oh, obviously, over the top rope. We don't deal in pinfall and submission here. Yes. I'm a purist. Uh, the first four people that I wrote down were, were obviously four of the NL boys. So I have Johnny, Slip, Duel, and Hatile. Of course. Uh, following them, at, uh, for my for my fifth pick, I have gone for Tom Scott. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is going off the this is going off the fucking rails. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, I would then like chunks. <laughs> now that's what I wasn't expecting to hear. Uh, at the seven, can I have brutal moose? Oh yes, you can have brutal moose. I've not seen such bravery. <laughs> Um, at number eight, can I have um, the one of my favorite streamers, uh, Rain Aves Junior? 
Oh, oh, I miss, I miss the, I, I miss the good days of, uh, of achievement hunter when Ray was there. Yeah, trust me, I fucking do as well. <laughs> <laughs> you hate to see your own, pe- you hate to see the things you like collapse so much. But hey, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the number nine, can I have the human enigma germa? <laughs> the the ultimate X factor. Yeah. <laughs> you dealing with the X factor? Um, at number ten, I've gone for my favorite music YouTuber, Adam Neely. Yeah, because we're getting jazzy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, at the eleven, I've gone for H Bomber Guy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, at at the twelve, uh, I have gone for one of my favorite sports creators, Macwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number thirteen, I've gone for one of my favorite creators in the metal and music scene, Nick Nocturnal. Uh, at the fourteen, uh, I have gone for Anthony Fantano just so I can see him get his ass beat. Oh no! <laughs> the internet's busiest music nerd getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> uh, at the fifteen, I've gone obviously for Justin Wang. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and at the 16, I've gone for James from Funhouse. Yes. Can we? Uh, add, in, I was going to say, in... can we add to that? Speak so like a solid 30. Can me and Reardon add to that possibly? That sounds good, actually. If you want to add on to this to make the 30, uh, from my 16 man battle royale, uh, Justin Wang wins after hitting the Black Mass. Yes. <laughs> to, to knock someone off the edge. As, re- as you I know, as you know, I haven't, like... de- I haven't decided who. <laughs> As you know, Justin Wang is officially part of the House of Black. <laughs> he hit, he hits, he hits a black mass and knocks someone off the apron. And okay. Wins. <laughs> At number seventeen, have I got to go cursed? Can we have Jeremy Lynch of the F two Freestylers just oh, to see his ass J- get kicked? J- Jeremy Swaz Lynch. <laughs> yes. All right. Let me just put Swaz Lynch in there, <laughs> just so he can go out immediately. <laughs> That's entirely fair, and I completely understand the pick. <laughs> mm, mm. Alright. <laughs> um oh. Hmm. Who else would I put in there? Um I mean this is this is content creators, so we can go like Joseph Monticilio, obviously. Oh, okay, so we'll, yeah, we'll get Joseph in there. At the brain <laughs> And he'd be he'd be accompanied to the ring by Eddie Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Joseph Montiel plus Eddie Kingston. <laughs> At number 19, have you got anyone in mind, Reardon? I've got a few people in mind, actually. Go ahead, just... just oh, we're going to go. Name. So we're spitballing this names. At number 19, because business is picked up, we're going to go for Robert Evans from Behind the Bastards. <laughs> because he's going to... Because that man will go nuts. Just <laughs> <laughs> go for that. Number twenty, one while like you know once he's kind of like once everything everyone knows that things are picking up, I'm gonna go for FD signifier. Nice. Yes. You know, number twenty-one. Number twenty-one. You know what? I I don't think you I don't think he do too well in it. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy to do too well. But I'm gonna put him in. I'm gonna go for Linkara. I'm gonna put in Linkara. You know, atop, atop, atop the fourth wall, atop the fourth rope. You know, I don't think he's going to do too well, but you never know. You never know. He might be doing something. That's number 21, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's number 21. All right. So mm-hmm. number 22. Okay. Because, all right, hear, hear me out on this bit. Okay. Okay. 
because I just think for the culture of, of for the culture of our show, right? We don't play by the normal rules. Mm. So I say, why not start including some women in this? Yeah, no, that's exactly where I'm coming from. That's so where I'm trying to think. I'm saying, why don't we get one of our favorite creators? Why don't we get Abigail Fawn in here? Now, Abigail, I want Abigail, uh, yes. Now, Abigail Ford, that sounds like a good time to put her in, but I want to emphasize something. Yeah. This is this is heel run Abigail Fawn. <laughs> I want, I, I want, I want, like, I want sharp shooter Abigail Fawn. That's what I want, just breaking, breaking people. Even though, like, everyone, um, and with the announcers screaming how they, like, how, like, you have to throw him off the rope. This is unnecessary. I want that. I want that for Abigail Fawn. <laughs> Great. What, num- yeah. what number are we at right now? Uh, we are at number 22. Number 22. 22. So, if, uh, oh, gosh. You know what? If we're going to go silly, why not? Why not? We, why not? Let's bring a VTuber in there. Iron Mouse at number 22. <laughs> the first VTuber um, Royal Rumble entrant. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a screen on wheels. That's the thing. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, uh, be it that I'm here now, I'm going to take this pick. At number 23, could I go for my favourite science YouTuber, Niall Red? Okay. Yes. Nice, nice, nice. That's fair enough. You know what? You know what? That, we're at number 20. What number are we on now? We're at 24 now. 24. We've got to go for, like, to a big pop. James Stephanie Sterling. Yes, as Commander yeah, yeah, Sterling, yeah. obviously. Yeah. What a massive pop. Number 25. Cadicarus. <laughs> Great shout. <laughs> Hello, I'm Spod. <laughs> Great shout. That's a good shout. That's a great shout. I want number twenty-seven, so someone can go. go you want go. number. You want number twenty-seven. Yeah, I want number twenty-seven very specifically. Okay. We are at number twenty-six. Now th- you see, this is this is getting difficult now because I have an idea for number thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea for number thirty, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see where we are when we get to it. <laughs> Sam, do you have any uh, strong, <clears throat> any any strong picks? Can I have not as a numbered pick, <clears throat> but for doing the Mean Street Posse spot in Royal Rumble two thousand? Can we have the OSW boys? <laughs> yeah, doing the Mean Street Posse spot, so they're not actually entering. They don't have an official number, but they're just interfering every so often. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> But for number 26, uh, 26, correct? Yeah. Uh, number 26. <clears throat> Ooh, number 26. Just because I work with them. It's the subpar but in HD boys representing Rocket League. <laughs> fair, fair. And then, and then, number 27. The ultimate, the ultimate get. Everyone's on their feet. Crowd going nuts, marking out. Glass shatters. It's Lindsay Ellis. 
Oh my god, it's the return nobody expected. Oh my god! <laughs> butter, butter, butter. <clears throat> I, want, I, want, I want the hard part of, of Abigail's fawn's eyes. <laughs> bulging with rage. Oh, you thought she was there, did you? <laughs> Uh, at, at the number twenty-eight, can I please go for um? Can I please go for Legal Eagle doing the, doing doing the IRS type style spot, trying to get the show shut down? Yes, yes, I accept this. I accept this. At number twenty-nine, I'm gonna throw this one out <clears throat> here for for my own self. For a, for a, for an old school guy who's been on YouTube for who's been watching YouTube for a very long time, at number twenty-nine, the feel-good spot. Going to one Stuart Ashens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's the feel-good one. <laughs> okay, right, but this is number thirty. Okay, we need a we need a big we need a big time player to fill <clears throat> this number thirty spot, right? <laughs> Someone yes. that no one's expecting, right? You yeah. had you've already, we've, I know we've already had one feel-good spot, just one spot before it, right? But this needs to be big. Mm-hmm. We need a massive return. We need someone that fell out of the content creation community. <laughs> someone that tried to go mainstream but failed. Hear me okay. out. Number okay. 30. Zoella. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's that's guaranteed. That's that's the John Cena spot where that's guaranteed to be divisive. Yeah. <laughs> I Is like it though. I what, like come it. On, what, what, what's your what's your what's your number thirties? My number thirty was rather boring, but I feel <clears throat> it was. I feel it was. Um, it was good. So here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Abigail Thorne gets thrown off by Lindsay Ellis after a hellacious a hellacious duel. Abigail Thorne is pissed off. Number 30 comes out. It's Todd in the shadows. But, 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 Abigail Fawn does the outside injury to Todd in the shadows. <laughs> just fucks him up. Just to spite everyone. Ooh. That's quite a good one. That is quite there's a, a good there's one. A, there's a, there's, now, there's a, now there's, you know, now, like, who's it going to be? They need a new person to take the spot. And who else? In an Oscar-like role, but contrapoint. Oh, that's strong. That's strong. That's strong. strong. Oh, I I mean, I can't compete with that, because at number 30, I was going to say... At number 30, I was just going to say the one true original, the one that started it all for us in this entire country. Tom Scar. Oh, that's also strong, though, actually. That's Ooh. also strong. But that's Justin also strong. Wang still wins to get the heel pop. Because <laughs> ah. hey, the, on- the only other name I had on here, and I figured this would be... We do- we'll do 30 as a heel spot, right? Right. Let's, 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 let's turn it up, right? This, this 30 is not a feel-good return spot. It is... It's corporate encroaching on the content creation world. We are going to have heel John Oliver. Oh, oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh, that's strong as... Oh, okay. Oh. I see where you're going with that. 
I see what we're going with that. Accompanied okay. by Jack Warner. No, I'm him, him, him coming out saying, "What? I make videos on YouTube. They get posted there." Oh, <laughs> that, that, that's that. That is stoking the flames there. That's fair. That's fair. I like that's it. Fair. I like it though. I like it. Oh, that, that. That's strong. I like self. that. Now, <laughs> okay. well, now I've got to ask. Yeah. So now we've got to go for final third, last two, and then who wins it? So, as, as I said, I've still got Justin Wang to win it for the heel pop, as yeah. he black masses Tom Scott out of the ring as the final two. But, uh, oh, the final three, they're doing the thing. They gotta do the thing. It's gotta be John Blood, Justin Wang, and Tom Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so you could just hear Johnny just going, oh, do the thing. I I love the idea of Johnny being there and there's like three of them left and like the other two are working spots. He's just down like, we gotta do the thing. Yes. <laughs> we gotta do the thing. Okay, okay. okay. Who do you, who so this, you got? So this this leaves us with um with our thirty participants. Okay, I'm gonna do a full run through for you guys. We have so this is this is our thirty man Royal Rumble style. <clears throat> we have Johnny Slip Duel Hatile Tom Scott Chunks Brutal Moose Reynard Vez Jr. Germa Adam Neely H Bomber Guy Macwell Nick Nocturnal Anthony Fantano Justin Wang James from Funhouse. Uh, Jeremy Swaz Lynch, Joseph Montecilio, um, Robert Evans, FD Signifier, Linkara, Abigail Fawn, um, Iron Mouse, Niall Red, uh, Commander, Commander Sterling, Cad Icarus, Subpar but in HD, uh, Lindsay Ellis, Legal Eagle, Ashen, and Tomska. <laughs> now that's what I call a rumble. <laughs> That's a, that's a that's a strong that's actually a very strong rumble with oh also with the osw boys doing the mean street posse spawn every so often yes. just coming in to interrupt the match yes and we're we're we gonna say that justin wang goes over mm. 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 who would you have then you two as your final three and final two and eventual winner so final three, going for my um, going for like if Contra is in, I would people I'm, I would I would do I would do a little bit of a swerve because everyone's gonna think that it's gonna be that it's gonna be Contra, Contra Lindsay for the final two, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Nah, 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 nah. Just as we think it's gonna happen, Commander Sterling just fucking lifts up and yucks Contra over the top rope. There are hellacious boos, Sterling laughing maniacally. (laughs) And then it's like, I'm talking a full solid 10 minute boss fight between between Commander Sterling and Lindsay Ellis. They're both on the edge, they're doing the punches, they're doing the slings. (laughs) And I think, I think... You know what? You know what? I just done it for myself. I think we're gonna go for the double. We're gonna go for the double clothesline. Both both people hit the hit the, ah. hit the ring at the same time. Batista spot. The, the Batista spot. Does that mean? Uh, 
<laughs> that 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 Susan walks out angrily and blows both quads as she tries to restart the rumble. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What what a fucking finish that will be. If 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 I if I am if I am doing mine, uh, my my final three is going to be uh, it's going to be Justin Wang, um, uh, yeah. So we're gonna have we have Justin Wang, we're gonna have um Abigail Fawn, uh, and we're gonna have Johnny. Uh, and then the way the way the way this is the way this is going to work is that johnny is going to try and eliminate the both of them by picking them up but we're going to do a double hurricane rana spot uh, to pull him over and then justin's going to hit abigail with black mass on the apron to win oh risky spot i'm sure that johnny will be able to do it we'll see (laughs) absolutely johnny johnny doesn't all he cares about is doing spots it's true. That is true. <laughs> if he's no and mercy play, that, there's anything to go with. <laughs> that is our 30, 30, 30 person Royal Rumble uh, of content creators. <laughs> and with that, that is one heck of a way to end the Christmas special, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, chaps. Well, it's another year down. Another Christmas special done. I really enjoyed the questions that we got from people. Really enjoyed it. A nice caliber of questions from everyone. And certainly ones that brought up a lot of debate. I didn't realize we'd be here talking about steamed vegetables for a good 10 minutes or so. But, you know, it's the spirit of Christmas. It's like you don't even know us. Yeah. (laughs) True, true. True, I should know. I mean, we've been doing this nearly three years. I should know, shouldn't I? I should know better. I should know better. But hey, it's um, it's been a pleasure as always. Chaps, What, as I said at the beginning at the top of this, it's been a hell of a year. And it has been. I, again, with, as always with these things, I cannot thank you enough for, for, for sticking it out with me and, and being able to go with along with this and still see how... how how far we've come in that time it's been it's crazy thank you chaps honestly it means it again as i always say it it means the this podcast means the world and i the fact i get to share it with you two awesome people is uh it's just the cherry on top of it here 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 oh man so you guys are awesome Oh, everyone's awesome. Everyone that listens to us is awesome. Yes. It's, oh, you guys. Unless you listen to us out of spite, in which case I don't really know why you're here, but thank you. Thank you. Hey, you still give us you give us the view I mean you give us the analytics and the viewer engagement, so at least we're doing something. It's like, <laughs> Even cool, if it's just yeah. that of spite. Cool, 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 cool. Thanks. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're gonna take a little break for the Christmas period. Kind of recharge the batteries, enjoy Christmas as we usually like to do. But when we are back, we're going to be doing our third annual Chin Wag Waggies. It's gonna, it's a, it's been a hell of a year. It has been a hell of a year. I didn't expect it to be as as, as seismic a change in the world of professional wrestling as it, as it has been in 2022. But I can assure you that I imagine that we're going to have a lot to talk about. 
We're going to have the same awards. And of course, as we did last year, if you would like to be sponsored for one of the awards, you absolutely can. We're going to have, uh, we're going to try and keep it short and succinct. But as, as we usually do with these, it does, it, it can go on. So <laughs> we're going to sort out the awards. We're still going to have the Jarrett Award. That's never going away. <laughs> the Jarrett Award will never, ever go away. Jarrett um, Award will survive the end of this podcast, frankly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I am excited, really excited to figure out uh, and talk with you chaps about what was your favourite parts of this year. Who were your favourite wrestlers? Who were your most breakout stars? What were your favourite events? And of course, some of the more um, sillier and crazier moments from this year. I'm really excited for that. But until next year, I have been Sam. This has been Dan and Reardon, and you've been listening to the Sweet Chinwag Podcast. We will see you in the new year. Bye, everybody. Bye. Season your damn food.